Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance, starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Together in the sultry setting of tropical Havana and the mysterious islands of the Caribbean. Adventure. Names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue. Under Lewis, sailor, we see Morrow Castle, the famous fort guarding the entrance to Havana Harbor. It was constructed in 1589, contains many interesting and exciting relics of the past. Oh, shut up. What's the matter with you? I take it for a moonlight ride aboard the Vol Venture, point out the places of scenic interest, give your choice bits of information, develops the mind. Where else could you get all this gratis? All this gratis I could get by curling up in my downy bed with a circular. <laughs> all right, sailor. What do you expect from a man that takes you for a boat ride around the harbor? Expect him to anchor and... Hey, hey, look at that maniac. Trying to run us down. Not a he or she, just standing at the wheel, headed for us. She slammed a boat into the seawall. Let's go. I'm going in after it. You got a slate? Yeah. I'll hand her up to you. Just hold her on till I get aboard. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'll take it. Such a beautiful girl. Look, Stanley, admiring her. She's nearly drowned. Worse than that. Drowned? Look. This mark on the front of her head. Probably from the crash. My guess is that's what did it. She is beautiful. She died like that. To kill herself like that. For what reason, sailor? Here, take my hand, athlete. Don't need it, gal. I've been climbing aboard her after the moonlight ever since I can remember. Any a towel punk in the water was cold. Yes. Thanks. They smiled on you tonight, Richard. Your stars smiled on you. People were there to watch how your girl died. Oh, I'm just lucky, Punkin. Always have been. Who watched? I saw it through the night glasses. A couple aboard a boat called the Bold Venture. I think they tried to help her. Goody. Tell me how it was, Richard. Mm-hmm. Tell me how you killed your beloved, my sister. <laughs> she thought I was going to kiss her. 
She closed her eyes, and all of a sudden she opened them and saw the gun against her, and she passed out. Then what? I propped her against the wheel, headed her boat for the seawall, opened the throttle, and dove overboard. Well, why do I tell you that part? You saw it. You watched me swimming in the moonlight. Oh, fool. You ruined it. It had to look like murder. It had to. We planned it that way. She's dead, Punkin. Why should I have stretched a muscle I can use another but time? don't you see, you fool? They'll call it suicide. They'll find out how she tried to kill herself before. They won't call it an accident. They'll call it suicide. The insurance boys won't pay off on suicide. Yeah, I never thought of that. <laughs> easy, easy, Punkin. Young Richard will think of a way. <laughs> Welcome to Shannon's place, the Hotel Nifty, room 350. Are you alone? I don't want a room. I want to find out about a guest. Just a minute. Front boy. Good morning, sir. Welcome to Shannon's place, the Hotel Nifty, room 350. In advance, sir, the guy's got no baggage. The guy wants information about a guest, don't you, guy? Yes, yes, I do. My name's Richard Marlin. I'm trying to find out about a Phyllis Calvert. Phyllis Calvert, huh? Yeah. About her, I'll give you all the information I've got, Richard. I never heard of her. Now, look, uh, whatever your name is, I've been making the rounds at the Havana Hotels. All the information I've gotten about Phyllis Calvert is that she's not registered. What makes her so important to find? My fiancé. Well, they'll do it to you every time, kid. Cut it out, Slate. Just because you never had a fiancé. Who needs one? I should never have let her come here alone. Mixed up girl like Phyllis. If anything's happened... Look, look, do me a favor, will you? Sure. We're glad to help. Here, uh, here's a picture. If she comes in here, well, uh, I'll leave you my address. And if she comes in here, then you can... Hey, look at this, sailor. You tell him, Slate. We've seen this girl. It's not a very good picture, Slate. Richard, we're, we're not really sure. What's the matter? Why are you looking like that? Like sailor said, we're really not sure. But we can find out. Well, then let's do it. Where? I'm sorry, Richard. I really am. We'll have to go to the morgue. Make a note, Slate. Why, you forget something? Just make a note reminding us never to go crawling in this place again. Yeah. I can't tell you how grateful I am you two came with me. If it's Phyllis that's dead, I want someone with me when it is. With others I have seen, it has been that they wish to be with their dead in loneliness. But it is not always as we... You are prepared, Senor Marlon? Yeah. Show it to me, Inspector. I promise I won't scream and wake her. Wake any of them. Senor Marlon? It's Phyllis. Cover up her face again. It's not this way I remember her. We play like I never saw her this way. We're sorry, Mr. Marlon. Why? What makes you sorry? Was it you that killed her? Is that how killers feel about a girl they let die? No one killed her, Senor Marlon. 
It is our opinion it was suicide. You're crazy. You've seen somebody dead. You want to make it easy on yourself. Suicide. From what you have already told us of the senorita, that she tried to die twice before. Our technical experts think so. I think so. She was murdered. I told you. Your grief has made you hysterical, senor. <laughs> I respect it. I leave you alone with it. When you are more calm, come to me. I will share it. You saw her, Shannon. You saw that bruise on her head. Someone killed her. Could have been from the crash. Maybe she lost control and... Phyllis lose control of a boat. She's been handling boats since she was a baby. And what LaSalle said has to be true, Richard. She wanted... She was murdered. Look, all I ask of you is that you prove it. How can she rest if they think she took her own life? How? Denise, how do I sleep? All right, kid, we'll try. How much? A thousand? Two? Well, nothing, Richard. Not how it should be. So you can sleep. Let's go, Sarah. <laughs> You heard me, mister. Calvert. C-A-L-V-E-R-T. Phyllis Calvert. I don't know whether I'm at liberty to give out the information. We here at the Caribbean Cruise Line pride ourselves on the discretion with which we treat our passenger list. Open that book and look it up. Everything you can tell me about it. Open the book. What else? Phyllis Calvert. Calvert. Cal... Yes, yes. Here we are. Phyllis Calvert. Disembarked a week ago today. And what? And from the steward's notation, we learned that her baggage was sent to the Hotel Mozambique. Is that what you wanted to know? I don't know what you're talking about, senor. To my knowledge, no man was in here asking about Phyllis Calvert. Well, maybe he weren't here at the desk then. Yes, possibly. Phyllis Calvert. Ay, mucho muchacha. She's dead. I grieve. Permit me. Did you see her go out with anyone? Do you know anything about her? Last night she called the desk in her room, pleased to reserve her a boat. I took care of this reserving myself. Where'd she hire the boat? From Segura. That little dock near La Puerta. You say dead, senor. Ay, que triste. Es muy triste. No, senor, Segura is not here. Segura put on happy clothes with shoes. Where'd he go? To Calle Jota, to Fiesta. To street dance? Si, and Calle Jota. To dance, to sing, to have fun. To love, to get beat overhead by jealous boyfriends. Ah, oh, tonight Segura will leave. <laughs> How do you know it's a girl? I asked the girls to point them out to me. They hid their giggles behind a fish he'd given each of them. That's how I know. Go on, you get a samba and a free fish besides. Why don't you go dance with any yourself? <laughs> question. I'm not dressed for it. Well, keep your mouth open, kid. I may cause you a herring. 
I like the girl. Can't you cut a cobblestone with a girl? <laughs> you must understand, senorita. I am all out of peace. Who needs it on a night like this? You want to dance with me for myself alone? Oh, you are brave. I've been dreaming about it. You're a flash for the girls, huh, Sigurd? Mm, they call me L-15. Is that what Phyllis Calvert calls you? Phyllis? Oh, Phyllis. The one with open toes in her shoes. One of your admirers, huh? No, no, I only noticed the open toes when she came to rent books for me. And then in my profession, see such things. <laughs> they were painted, the toes. And they twinkled in the moonlight on the boat ride. I bet. I wish I could have been there for the twinkle. Oh, she went out on the boat alone, huh? You didn't go with her? Who cares? Well, we don't have plenty of the lanterns. The street is dark. In the whole Havana, there is only me for you. Hey, you're a regular Valentina. It has been missing. Better try another line on me, senorita. Get while you're tired. Try this one. Who is Phyllis with on the boat? I can't feel it again. In my back, the gate. Slate, Slate, come here. Now, what's wrong, sailor? What's the matter? Hey, what's this, a new kind of dance? Your partner lies on the floor and you... Because he's dead, Slate. Because a knife in his back laid him that way. into old sea wall now lie with the dead in a cold cold hall police he say she's suicide but her lover this notion cannot abide to help the lover lady sailor she danced in street with a man a very warm glance he hold her close and around her spin when death tapped his shoulder on dance cut in that remind me of a king. If I hadn't danced with him, it wouldn't have happened. But you gave him a memory to take with him, Lady Sailor. You see. There are harder ways for a man to die, Sailor. I can envy Segura for that. What are you doing to me, Slate? You want me to cry all over again? Give it up, Slate. Let the man find his own reasons why his girl died. Now, don't you see, Sailor? That fisherman's being killed like that proves the girl was murdered. The killer didn't want him to tell you anything, so he stuck a knife in him. But Sal says it had nothing to do with her dying. This was once a girl bought for himself. Because he was so popular with other men's girls. Well, what does the Sal know? The difference between suicide and murder. He gets paid for a quip like that. That makes me a sucker, huh? You named it. Look, sailor. A girl dies. I lift her body out of the sea with my own hands. I can still feel it. It gives me whatever rights I want to take to myself. It, it makes it... Answer the phone. Yeah. 
Play Shannon. Oh. Oh, yeah, Richard. Sure I can. Be there right away. Let's see. You were saying if I want to find out... Don't bother to cue me, sailor. Richard Sucker, huh? I don't get it, Eileen. Why tell Shannon I've got something I haven't got? But you will have. And soon... Rest your muscles, Dickie boy. <laughs> oh, the life I've lived. Phyllis, Segura, Shannon's girl. You defied me of that one. If she ever comes that close again, I'll give her to you. To kill. Shannon, too, if you want him. Come in. This pretty day to you, senora. I have brought the club sandwich. You honored us with your order. Put it over there, Pepe. Now sit down. Oh, it's quite all right. Mr. Marlin here will protect you. If I were not so modest myself, Signora, uh, I could wish the mister were not here. See, I sit. Whatever the Signora wishes. You're quite a lad with the girls, aren't you, Pepe? I am only a beginner. But so proficient, I hear. Oh, I've heard lots about you. From the elevator girls, the waitresses, from my sister. Your sister, senor? Phyllis Calvert. She had the same room in the same hotel. Surely you remember. She remembered you. I am grateful that such a girl remembered me. You killed her, didn't you, Pepe? Please, senor, you just said something crazy. Did you not hear? You killed her. Phyllis made dates with you, a handsome boy like you, and for that you killed her. You're crazy. To fill this hotel with crazy people. You're crazy. <laughs> Here's his address, Dickie boy. When Shannon knocks on your door, be nice. Give him a murderer. Mr. Shannon, Mr. Vall. I don't know how to thank you. Take it easy, kid. Please, please come in. And now it's all over. You've got to understand about a man like me. Someone I loved, murdered. An eye for an eye. You'll see, you'll know. Someone did to you what's happened to me. We're not going to be able to help you unless we know what you're talking about. We came here because you said you knew who murdered her. She hit her. And he propped her against the wheel, headed a boat against the seawall. All right, I'll buy all that. Now, who did it? A bellhop. His name is Pepe. If Phyllis was going to marry our friend here, what was she doing in a boat with a bellhop named Pepe? That's a good womanly question. Answer it, Richard. Well, Phyllis was... Well, people smiled at her. She liked people. Then? She was fond of people. She didn't know what she was doing. She needed me near her. She didn't know Phyllis. Okay, kid. Let's go down and interview a killer. Happy little fish on the end of my line. You wiggle a lot, you see? Your name, Pepe? Oh, I, I did not see you approach, senor. Is your name Pepe? Yes, I am Pepe. They told me at your rooming house you were down here on the beach. Come here often? You went upset, I am. Okay, Richard, come here. 
What, what is it you want, senor? Why do you call? You see. Is this the one, Richard? That's him. You, 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 you is not. Don't try to run, puppy. Give this woman this finish a bad thing. You were with her on the boat. Stick your hands away from me, Pepe does not permit. You see what Pepe does not permit? Oh, for a downy cheek lad, Pepe, you sure flash a big knife. <clears throat> she would bring things to me and meet me. See, I was with her. And why not? If Pepe. There, Mr. Shannon. Because I killed a man. Because I avenged a death. And you'll never know what a pleasure it was. And that's the way it was, Inspector. Happy pulled a knife. That's why we came here to tell you about it. I don't care what you do with me. I want you to know that. Phyllis is dead now. Nobody's going to do anything to you. It was self-defense. There will be an inquiry. But with Mr. Shannon to give you a vouch, you will get off. You can go then, Inspector? See, if you will. Yeah, I'll give him a vouch. Let's get out of here, kid. Come on, Sarah. Feeling pretty rocky, Richard? I, uh... I want to tell both of you something. I offered you some money earlier. A thousand dollars to help me. Two thousand dollars. Slade, what's the matter with you? Since when does anybody have to pay for your help? He said $2,000, didn't he? I did. In a few hours, Mr. Chairman. My room. I like a boy who pays his way, Richard. We'll be there. Hiya, Shannon. Come for your dough? It's inside. Come get it. Thanks. I want you to meet somebody, Shannon. What do you think I've been staring at? People. This is Eileen Calvert, sister of Phyllis, Slate Shannon. How do you do? How do you do? Uh, people. Yoo-hoo. Oh, Sarah, this is, uh, uh, what's your name again, lady? Eileen. Likewise, I'm sure. Where's the money? Two thousand, wasn't it? No, I changed my mind. Better make it five. Slate's always doing that, Eileen. You say two, he raises you to five. Now, come, Shannon. First it was for nothing, then for two G's, now it's five. All that money makes blind spots. I could forget how three people died. You're trying to say something, Mr. Shannon? How much insurance money did your sister leave you, Eileen? You're not going to tell me. Must have been a nifty bundle. <laughs> nifty is not quite the word. Try gorgeous. All right, I'll try it. Gorgeous. That still smells. Trying for ten, Shannon? Slate's trying to tell you that he thinks... No help from the audience, Sailor. You killed fellas for insurance money. It was supposed to look like an accident, a murder. But you loused it up and the cops called it suicide. Yes, that's right. With my sister's background, it looked just like suicide. The insurance people wouldn't pay off on that. You just made yourself ten grand, Shannon. Fifteen. You're going good, kid. Don't stop now. Worth fifteen thousand? It's worth it. Give it to him, Richard. Where is it? Top desk drawer. Did you find it? I found it. 
All right, Shannon, this gun says we bargained. Don't try anything. I said don't try it. Blake, don't be a fool. Now you shot her. You didn't make it, did you, kid? Let go of that gun on you. Drop it. I'll take it. Sailor. Hmm? What? Does it hurt? What took you so long getting here? I see. It doesn't look too bad. You'll be all right. I tried to help. Now, now, don't talk. Just don't talk. It'll be all right. I'll take you home. Cabana Fortress was commenced in 1763 and finished in 1774 at a cost of $14 million. Although considered impregnable at that time, at present it is only of historic value. Now, isn't that interesting in educational, Sailor? Look, Slay. I'm sitting here on a deck chair on our boat. My arms in a sling. I'm defenseless. And you give me history. It's a tonic, Sailor. Takes your mind off your troubles. You want to take me off my mind? I got a better way. The doctor said I should keep you calm. That quack. Come here, Slate. That's what I mean. That was restful. Restful? Yeah. The construction of the Cabana Fortress was commenced in 1763 and finished in 1774. See how easy it is to educate me? You weren't so helpless. Isn't it wonderful? Just watch the sling, Slate. And so our two stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, have brought to a close our latest Bold Venture story. Special music was composed and conducted by David Rose. May we invite you to listen again next week at this time for another exciting adventure starring... Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, together in Bold Venture. Intrigue, mystery, romance, starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Together in the sultry setting of tropical Havana and the mysterious islands of the Caribbean. Bold Venture.
once again, the magic names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue. Slate, he hold he head in he hand. Don't care to make jolly on the sea or land. Invitation to party on big steamship. Give him pen size ten, make he quiver he lip. But the ladies say, Lord, she all aglow. To formal dress party, she yearn to go. To wear flower in hair and her beauty so clear. She'll convince Mr. Slate, even drag him by ear. <laughs> you want to lay me odds, King? When a woman get the chance to be radiant in the moonlight, Mr. Slate, is nothing and no one going to stop her? I'm not going on that boat. Sailor can be radiant all by herself. I'll stand on the shore and watch her go on and off. <laughs> there will be many handsome fellows aboard to observe same from cheek to cheek. Oh, there you are, sailor. Where have you been? Where do you think? Renting you a monkey suit, complete with white tie and shirt to match. It wasn't easy. You're a size 42 monkey. 42? I'm a size 38. Dreamer. Here, take a look at it. Oh, go get the deposit back, sailor. I'm not going. Look, dear boy, twice a year the SS Huron ducks at Havana, throws a big formal shipboard party. Twice a year the captain sends us an engraved invitation. And twice a year I raffle it off. What are you trying to do, deprive me of pocket money? This time we're going. Not me, not in that suit. If King has to strap you into it and I carry you slung over my shoulder. Look at it. Think how slim you look in it. Hmm. You think so, huh? Emilio, the tuxedo renter, swore it. You think I'll look sharp in it, huh? What else? You should have seen what it did for the dummy in the window. Can't you turn this faucet off, Gomez? I have tried, senor, for so many years. Every time I come to Havana and stay in this room, I exert myself against the faucet. But neither. Still it drip. It annoys me, like so many things. This room, I have you... explained. I have explained. Emilio lets me sleep in his room at the back of his clothes renting shop for free when I come from the boat. Uh, where's your friend Emilio now? Can't sabe. Who knows, senor? He will not return, perhaps, for hours. Well, he ought to do something about that faucet. Uh, Gomez. It is no use, Senor Martin. I have changed the mind. I will not tell you. But it's so easy. Your being purser on the Huron makes it a simple matter. Simple, however dishonorable. I will explain. After I put the safe combination of the boat on a piece of paper, at my shoulder became my conscience. Gomez. Senor, why are you doing this thing of a gun to me? Where's the paper? Senor, Senor, you're a loco. Where is it? In front. In the shop, I place it there in a dummy's coat while my conscience and me were at battle one against the other. Senor! Think how lucky you are, Gomez. You'll never be able to hear that faucet again. Let's go, Amy. Did you get it? It's in the store in the coat pocket on a dummy. What happened? He's dead. I'll bet no two school teachers had a more exciting Caribbean cruise. I like it. Well... This shop looks like it had one customer a year. John, there's no dummy in here. One over there in the window. Uh, there's no coat on it. It's bare. Uh, I should have beat it out of him. I should have dragged him down here. Well, maybe the coat was rented. All right. Let's try it that way. Now, to whom? Wait a minute. 
Here's a book here, a ledger. John, look. To Sailor Duvall, address Shannon's place. Mm. Rented, one formal attire. Come on, Amy, we'll get that coat if we have to tear it off someone's dead body. You ready, Slate? Be with you in a minute. You've been posing in front of that mirror for a half hour now. Believe me, kid, there's no more you can do. Not with your material. Ah, you look beautiful, Sailor. I wish I was as pretty as you. I bet you say that to all... I mean it. You're beautiful. Takes my breath. Come here. Oh, aren't they lovely together, John? Just like the couple on the billboards advertising Havana. Would you think two mousy school teachers like us could ever be so uninhibited, Amy? Work it out together, kids. Be with you in a minute. Now, bend me back a little, Slate, so we live up to the publicity. Slate? Oh, then you would be Mr. Slate Shannon. Just the man Amy and I have been looking for. Oh, and such a man. Well, I tilt my bifocals a wee bit and... Oh, he's such a man. Amy, a tropical cruise really makes you shed, doesn't it? Pay no attention to him, Mr. Shannon. John's in manual training. I'm in civics. Two lonely school teachers on a romp. Takes John longer to forget. <laughs> and you've heard Shannon's places where you do that. But we'll have to separate you. You in the girls' dorm, Amy, and you, John, in the boys. Oh, I'm afraid you've leaped to a conclusion. It's only that there's been a mistake. You went slumming and lost your way, is that it? The museums are, well, uh, uh, hmm. Where are the museums, sailor? The mistake is that you're wearing the tails that I rented for myself. Now look quick, sailor. Am I doing that? The shopkeeper, Emilio, gave them to this lady by mistake. I brought you another coat. Uh, please exchange it with me. But John wants to look nice for the party aboard the Huron. Well, that's where we're going. Oh. We'd like to help you, Amy, but it took so much sweat and tears to get Slade into that coat. I doubt Give it. Give it to me. It doesn't belong to you. Hey, what's the matter, Buster? You got the fever? Take it off. Hey. You tore it. What is it with you, school teacher? You got a thing for monkey suits? John, leave him alone. Let's get out of here. It'll make you sad, Shannon, not giving me that coat. John, have you gone out of your mind? Please forgive him. He's... Come, John. The night air will bring you to your senses. I'm afraid John's the excitable type. You're a fool, Amy. That coat's worth $50,000 to us, and you... Don't fret, dear. We'll get it. You heard us say they were going to the party. Calm yourself, John. Calm yourself. It'll be gay. Jeep runs pretty nice, huh, Sailor? Like a doll. There's no other way to go to a formal party. Helter-skelter on a bucket seat. The wind whistling by... Take your hair out of my eyes, Sailor. I'm just trying to figure out why that school teacher wanted this coat. Why he... I wonder what that car is doing parked across the road. Why don't you just go around him? Not enough room. Well, maybe he needs some help. Let's find out. All right. Things a girl has to go through to do a poker. It's late. That man slumped over the wheel. Yeah. Hey, mister. Oh, I told you he needed help. Hey, mister, what's wrong with you? Hey, give me a hand with him, sailor. Wait a minute. Here comes somebody. Maybe he's from this car. Hello there. You know anything about this man? 
Yeah. Purser off the SS Huron docked this morning. What's the matter with him? Dead? Newly dead. Oh, now don't nod your head sadly, people. A bullet did it to him. Got mixed up in a hassle about a coat. Get back to the car, sailor. She stays. Off with that coat, mister. Give it to him, Slate. Sure. Ugh, and I thought I was going to have trouble. You lost my whole evening. Give me the coat. Yeah. Here, right in your face. No! No! You know, sailor, I'm really getting attached to this coat just because so many people want it. Let's go dancing, kid. finally made it, Slate. What a nice party. Couldn't have kept me away. Hey, look, sailor. Yeah, I see him. John, the school teacher. He's zeroing in on you. Go dance with him. Find out what makes him so neurotic about rented suits. What'll you do? I've got my eye on a little number name of Amy. Hey, she's tricky without the bifocals. Yeah, she is. Maybe we'd better all stick together and form a square dance. Dozy do on your own time, sailor. Bye now. Care to dance, Amy? Oh, I'd love it. Where are you? <laughs> what? My own pathetic little joke, Mr. Shannon. I'm so nearsighted without my glasses. And quite lovely, too. <laughs> oh, you dance like a girl, or it doesn't matter if she wears bifocals. Well, when I get home, I'm going to put what you said under my pillow to cherish on the cold winter old maid evenings. Oh, I wouldn't say that. I'll bet when John, the manual training teacher, finds a proper dress suit, he'll marry you like crazy. It still disturbs you that he wants the one you're wearing? I met another guy who wanted it. Guy who killed a man just so as I'd stop long enough for him to strip the coat off my back. I'm a lucky girl, Slate. How? Lucky you're not dead, too. But how long can a girl stay lucky? Whirl me, Slate. Whirl me. And that's the way my place is furnished, Miss Duvall. I made all the furniture myself. Oh, it's so refreshing to talk to a man who's so handy with a cross-cut saw, Mr. Martin. Especially standing against a ship's rail. Please, there's something I must ask you. About a coat. About just that. How are we going to get that coat for Mr. Shannon? Oh, Slate would give it to you if you'd let him know why you want it. Tell me. I'll tell him. I'm afraid I can't. Why not? Do I look like a girl who can't be trusted by a manual training teacher? Sitting here in this deck chair and listening, Martin, I'd say get rid of her. You need me? Come here, Ross. Recognize this man, Miss Duvall? Sure. He got hit in the face with a coat. He kills Miss Duvall. Don't you, Ross? It's happened. What about her, Martin? Take her to the cabin. Uh-huh. Keep her alive for a while. Maybe I can trade her for a coat pocket. Bold Venture, 
Our stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, and the second act of our story. This stateroom please you, baby? I'm trying to make up my mind. Silk drapes, beautiful furniture, crystal chandelier. Tell me something, uh... Ross, you can call me that. And stay away from that porthole, sis. It don't lead to no place but the ocean. What's in Slate's coat? The combination to the ship's safe. The teachers and me are going to knock it over. I only tell you because when it happens, you won't be no place at all. Can I have my pocketbook? Sure, take it. I can enjoy watching a lipstick job. Thanks. You know, a funny thing happened this evening. Slate tore his coat. I mended it for him. And while I was playing nip and tuck with a thimble, something fell out of it. A piece of paper. Hey, that's what we're after. A piece of paper with four numbers on it. In two columns. This piece of paper. The combination. Here, give it to me. No, you don't. Uh Uh-uh, Ross. You knucklehead. You tossed it out the porthole. So help me. How much money in that safe, honey? Lots. That's why I'm going to blast you where you're standing. I can remember those numbers, Ross. You need me, honey? Sure you need me. You and me? (laughs) Golly. We're mischievous, huh? Devil may care, honey. Impish. It's just as the travel folders told me it would be. I stand on a moonlit deck, watch Havana's lights glow in the water, a strong, dangerous man at my side. I found romance on the all-inclusive tour. That was pretty, Amy. I'll get poetic about the tail coat I'm wearing. Make it scan why a purser got a bullet through his heart. Why, I didn't even raise my hand. Hi, Teacher John. You wanted to know why a man was killed? Yeah. Yeah, it bothers me. I'll tell you in simple phrases. He annoyed us. The coat, Mr. Shannon. Take it off. Give it to me. Are you cruel, Teacher John? I'd catch my death a cold. The correct usage is, you'll catch your death. No descriptive phrases. Yeah, I always stunk in grammar. Where's Sailor? I've left her in the hands of a man who makes a specialty of killing. Matriculated in it. Where is she? When you rid yourself of the coat, I'll... Sure, sure, John, boy. You, you... I'll rid myself... You, that's right, teacher. That's what I'll do. Your boyfriend swim, Amy? (laughs) Like a fish. A rackety ray for him. Show me, teacher. Hey. Hey, look at him. Fella could take lessons. Huh? If you're curious about the feeling in your back, it's a gun slate. It'll go away after I've gone through your pocket. Gee, this is adult education. The things a fella picks up. Tell me what you're looking for, Amy, and we'll play at twosies. Oh. It's not there. What have you done with it? It's not there. What's not there? We've been fools. Idiots. Like children. It's not there. (laughs) Oh, don't cry, baby. It's a big world. There must be other fellas' pockets you can frisk. Here, let me hold the gun so you can blow your nose. (laughs) Then we'll go find Sailor, huh? (laughs) 
You people must have lost your way. The dancing's done. How'd I do, honey? I liked it. Then I did good. Close the door. Hello, you beautiful safe you. Okay, baby, name the numbers. Take it easy. Now get me flustered. Okay, doll. Numbers. Hey, what was that? I dropped my purse. Tough. Tell me numbers. Let's see. Uh... Come on, come on. The first number was 16. Right or left? I don't know. Just the four numbers on the paper. The first was 16. We'll try it to the right. 16. Then what? 35. Okay. 35. And? 22. Oh, happy, happy day. Right, 22. The last number, honey? 43, I think. Don't think with me, honey. Not with me. I got a heater says... 43. That's my baby. Left 43. It don't open, honey. You're gonna die, honey. Right now, honey. You could have done something wrong. On a safe? On a saxophone, maybe. Not a safe. Close your eyes, honey. 48. Huh? 48. That's what the last number was. Not 43. Well, we'll try. Ooh, money, 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 money. Take a fistful, lady. Mm, I like oh, it. Oh, pockets full. Do it. Then we'll tiptoe off this tub like a seafaring Arab. And drink a toast to a life of crime. Ain't it fun? Sit down, Amy. Why did you bring me here? Shannon's place has never entertained a schoolteacher like you, dear. Now, I've got you. I'll never let you go. Because you've fallen in love with me? Well, because you add class to the joint. You'll keep me? Only until you tell me what they did with Sailor. After that, it's between us. You know. <laughs> you made a mistake, Slate. Now I'll never tell you. I could twist your arm, slap it out of you. Try it, Slate. I won't cry out. You'll see. Go on. Try it. My mom told me never to strike a girl who wears bifocals. Slate Shannon speaking. Yeah. Sure. Sure, LaSalle. I'll come to the pokey. Mind if I bring a girl? Ah, oh, now that's sweet of you. Thanks, LaSalle, pal. You won't take me to the police. Oh, well, I won't. Sure you will, Amy. Because I'll forget what Mom told me if you don't. This thing of coat snatching, I do not understand, Shannon. It's not in my line. Try hard, LaSalle, I told you. Manual training fellow walked in with Amy here, tried to tear it off my back. And at the party, Amy pulled a gun on me, then sailor... Please, Senor Shannon. What little games you play with yourselves does not concern me. Oh, you're so perceptive, Senor LaSalle. Hmm? It was only a practical joke John and I were playing. Your topics make us feel like children all over again. Yeah, I remember. I took the teeth braces off one of you. Which brings us to the matters of violence... Violence 1, the dead purser off the SS Huron. I phoned him into you. We will never forget your courtesy. Put in your claim for your nickel. Violence 2, the man who was fished out of Havana Harbor with a shrunken suit and a galloping pneumonia. <laughs> that would be John Martin. I wish I could have seen him. <laughs> and the violence 3, the violence done to the safe of the ship SS Huron. Done by the hand of Senorita Duval. You're crazy. Sailor's done a lot of things. Safe cracking's not one of her... <laughs> hey, 
Hey, maybe that's one she kept from me. Oh, that girl. Uh, do not laugh, Shannon. Your Miss Duval is in grave trouble. Her purse was found at the scene of the crime. This purse. It is hers, no? You can buy one like it in every dollar store in Havana. It is hers. Everything in it pointed to Senorita Duval. The perfume, the lipstick, the no money, and her name written on every loose piece of paper in the bag. That's my sailor. Find her, Shannon. Bring her to us. If we find her first, I will not answer for the consequence to her. Adios, senor. Senorita. There's Ross's place beyond the pier. He's there all right. The lights are on. Come on, I'll give you a hand out of the boat. You understand why I let you bring me here, don't you? Because your girlfriend robbed a safe and ran out on you. With a thug you hired. I want to see the man about a girl, and you want to see him about some money. That makes us friends for life. Your teacher's pet slate. I'll clap your blackboard erases sometime. Well, if it ain't Amy and Shannon, come on in. You been expecting us, Ross? Sure. The fireplace is all aflame and the refreshments are ready. Come in, honey cake. I guess they're here. Hi, Slate. Cozy, isn't it? Hi, Amy. Where's the money? In four neat bundles. You, you, her, and me. To each a bundle. What about John? It's been bandied about he's too wet to handle money. <laughs> That's right. You know, the rumor's liable to get around that he killed that purser. Let's see the money. Get it, honey cake. Anything you say, Boopsie. Everybody stand in line. Ah, this is a new sailor. Boopsie showed me how to get fun out of life. All you have to do is know numbers, open a safe, and the money just spills out at you. The things my Boopsie knows. Boopsie, my arm on your shoulder, my hand in yours. You're a better man than I am. Don't reach for anything, just the dough. Something bothers me about this slate. What? All that money. It doesn't have to be shared so many ways. Does it, Ross? What are you talking about? Amy, don't be crazy. You can... There's your new fellow, Mr. Val. Weep. That's all I'll give you. Now take it easy, Amy. We came here for this slate. Look, you don't have to shoot me. You can have my part of the money. Mine, too. Four bundles. You can have all of them. Here. Half is your slate. No, here. Take I said take it. Oh! oh get out of the fire, Amy. Oh, my money. It'll burn. Oh, please help me. Help me get my money. Yeah, just let me have that gun. Come on, Amy. It'll burn. No, no, it won't. Thanks for the gun. Tell her not to break her heart, slate. The dough's just toasted. Here. Here. Now you can get me out of here. You burn your hands? My fingernail polish is running. That's tough. Let me ask you something. You dropped that pocketbook because you wanted someone to look for you, didn't you? I knew you'd find me. Let's go home. You've been gone a long time.
Taylor. What do you want? Come here for a minute. Why? Just come here, will you? All right. What do you want? I want you to autograph this picture of you to me. Where'd you get that picture? I went into the post office to buy a three-cent stamp, and there you were, staring me in the face. Gail Duval, alias Sailor, at large. Wanted for safe-cracking. $500 reward. Identifying mark. Tattoo of a battleship on the left upper shoulder. Well, who told them that? <laughs> All desperate criminals are supposed to be tattooed. So I told him you were tattooed. Now, that's nice. Now, all Havana will think I've got a battleship on my shoulder. <laughs> Come here. Cut it out. Come here. All right, huh? Sure. Battleship. You've just been piped aboard. And so our two stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, have brought to a close our latest Bold Venture story. Special music was composed and conducted by David Rose. May we invite you to listen again next week at this time for another exciting adventure starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall together in Bold Venture. Bold Venture.